0: What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another One Piece TV talk. That's right, we're talking episode four, The Pirates Are Coming, which is kind of funny because, I mean, it's like the pirates are actually here. I know that's like a throwback to uh, New Guy's whole thing when he was a kid and then he's looking for his dad and, and the pirates are here, but it's the episode's called The Pirates Are Coming. In this episode, we get a direct sequel to last week's episode in which all the things that were set up about rescuing the princess in the tower come to fruition. And it's not just about rescuing the princess in the tower. We've got to rescue all of us because everybody's in a bit of a predicament at the beginning of this episode because the cat pirates are out here and they're going to cat them like cats do to rats. Zoro is down a well, but he is able to escape using the power of flashback. That's right. We get his origin story about him training to be a master swordsman. He's got a friend. She's awesome. She's absolutely much better than him, and then she definitely dies. It's that's his now he's he's all like I've got swords and I have a friend who's dead, so I'm like really brooding all the time. No, but seriously, tragic backstory with the whole friend situation, and also we learned that that sword that he has, the special one, is actually hers, so a lot of emotional connection to that sword. Nobody else better touch that sword, because then they will get sorted by Zoro. Luffy drank all the poison, but he's able to vomit it back up, just in time to go toe to toe, imano, imano, e with igato, e imano, e e rubbero? What wins in a fight, rubber or a cat? We're going to find out. Actually, it's rubber. We, we we already know this. You know, throughout all of this particular battle, and honestly, episode as a whole, I was just rem- reminding myself that, you know, part of the beauty and the charm of this whole series is embracing the campiness of it all. Like I've mentioned before, it's, it's like a love letter to this animated series, which I never watched, but it's done with such passion and such authenticity, despite all of the ridiculousness that you really, it, it just makes it this really enduring project. And so things like the very cosplay nature of how everybody's dressed you just kind of go with it because you can tell they love it and they, they're they all having a good time and you just let your brain, you know, you just you just get past it. You just have some fun with it. In the end, Luffy, of course, wins the boss battle and the Straw Hats are victorious. They now have the Goat of Ships, which is a ship with a goat on it. We also get the first conf- real confrontation with Luffy and the pink-haired dude. And the pink-haired dude, whose name I actually, while I was watching, I was like, oh, okay, don't forget. His name is Kobe. But then I ended up forgetting. So the pink-haired dude, Kobe... But then I just remembered right now because of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> anyway, Kobe is here. We got Luffy here. They they finally have their first real confrontation between Marine and Pirate, right? Like when they left, they knew that they would be returning together as adversaries. And I was surprised that it happened so quickly. But at the same time, we do see that Kobe is being kind of pressed on his core values. Do you want to be a Marine or do you want to help people? What does that mean when Being a Marine is keeping you from actually helping people. Where are your goals and kind of what is your truth? That is kind of going to be, you know, obviously where Kobe's going this season. We also get a little bit of tension too with new guy coming on board and his whole vision of being the captain. That's obviously going to clash directly with Luffy. <laughs> I love the fact that he, you know, busts out his own Jolly Roger, which is like the exact, knot at all the straw hats, you know, it's, it's his own thing. And I'm getting that every single episode, when we kind of get the logo, right, we get the logo and the logo is just a little bit different, kind of incorporating the Jolly Rogers of these various pirates. One imagines that have a little bit of focus in each episode. This would be the Jolly Roger of this individual right here, which is, kind of cool i don't know if they're just playing that up for camp for this one particular episode or if this is going to be an ongoing tension excited to see i from the moment that he first popped up new guy i was like is really more of a boatswain than he is a captain because he knows more about the ship he's going to be able to take care of it because of his experience on the docks but even that concept of him being a boatswain, i don't know how true to like again actual pirate maritime like positions they're going to be on this show this this is not you know it's a highly fictionalized, highly over-the-top, animated superhero. The most lightly surface-level pirate stuff is kind of coding all of this other grandiose wildness and wackiness that's going on. So even just using the concept of, oh, no, he should be the boatswain, I, they, they might not have that. I have no idea. <laughs> but he gets the opportunity to go and walk in the steps of his father and actually potentially connect with his father in a way that he never has before because, you know, obviously, Luffy knew his dad. And so together, they're kind of forming this next generation of what the Pirate ship that, uh, you know, that is that his father and Luffy's mentor that they were on. This is kind of the successors of whatever their adventures were. That being said, we don't really know what happened to them, so maybe we'll pop up and see them in the future. Who knows? But of course, at the end, the big reveal is that the guy that's been training Kobe this entire time is actually Luffy's granddad? Like, the, what? Who? <laughs> Did not see that coming. Now, I don't know if that's just he's just, you know, referring to him as kind of an older man. And so he's calling him grandpa or if that's legitimately his grandpa. But given the way they left things, it seems like that's potentially legitimately his grandpa. So very excited to dive into what exactly their relationship is and why they end up where they end up. Hopefully on good terms, because that would be a great kind of bridge for Kobe to kind of get to where he needs to get and for him and Luffy to kind of go back to being buddies again. That being said, I actually really love the idea of this kind of tense adversarial, you know, nature that's, that's budgeting in their relationship. But look, overall, it was a decent episode and a nice follow-up from last week. It was not my favorite episode of the series. I mean, I think it was really more of just kind of, you know, I, I found myself a lot of times when all of the pirates and the straw hats were kind of running around the place and looking for places to hide and, and, you know, having kind of side swipes here with the little cat henchmen. I don't know. It, it was a good follow-up to last week, but I, I kind of wish we had done all of this last week. I'm ready for them to get back on the open seas. I'm looking for some high seas pirating adventure. That's what I want. And so like the Alice in Wonderland, rescue the girl from the tower situation is uh, fine. It was, I mean, like, again, it was, it was cool, but I don't know. I just felt a little drawn out by this week's episode, but hijinks are going to ensue on the high seas next week. Hopefully that seems to be where we're going. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. Would love to hear your thoughts on this series. Are you enjoying it? Be sure to let me know. Be sure to uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm incognito. Uh You can DM me there with your thoughts on this series. We'd love to hear about that. That's going to do it for me for today, but don't worry. We'll be back in a flash.